Welcome to week four of college football. This is Scott with the Footyball Podcast, where we talk about a dozen or so college football games each week and focus on wins and losses. If you're like me, married, kids, pets, work, you have little to no time to watch all the college football you want nor the funds to bet on it. That's why we focus on the wins and losses. I'm just another armchair fan like you. This week's sponsor is medical advice from the internet. That word you can't pronounce, it's likely important. Just ask your damn doctor, okay? Medical advice from the internet. Ah, There are better things to do with your time. All right, we've got, there is, man, there is a ton of good games on this weekend. This is going to be fantastic. I am looking forward to sitting on my butt, uh, kicking up my feet, and between, let's see, a soccer game. I, th- I think that's, I think that might be the only thing I have this Saturday, is just one soccer game. That's not bad. Um, I got to take it a little easy. I am running an Olympic, I'm running, I am participating in, <laughs> running is just one of the things, an Olympic triathlon the next weekend. So, um, usually pretty exhausted after getting up, doing my little routine on Saturday, but this Saturday, no routine. Take it a little easy. Well, I guess I have something to do, but man, I'm not going to be out there for three hours. That's for sure. So, all right, my gosh. So I'm going to preface this episode right now. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. There's a lot going on. Um, I'm going to start off with the 10 college pick'em games, and then I've got probably another 10 games. Oh, gosh, no more than that. Um, Or some of them I just have like one or two words or sentences to say about what's going on. Some of them there's a little more to look into. Some of them are going to answer some questions. Um, that we still have about some teams because we just don't like they're just they're just it, it's just tough to get a read on some of these teams so far. So a lot of questions should be answered. So anyway, let's get let's start off the big mo jammer, Ohio State at Notre Dame. Not a clue. Um, what has Ohio State done so far this year? no idea, right? It's not that I have literally no idea. I mean, but, you know, I can't, like, we're looking at the games they've played so far, right? And there's just, you know, there's nothing there, right? Uh, You know, last couple seasons, um, a lot of folks were given some of these bigger programs, you know, a lot of grief about just, running up the score on them. And so what did they do against Indiana? They didn't really run up the score, but, you know, I watched part of that game on in week one. You know, they did fine. Youngstown State, right? 35-7. Complete control and command of the game at all times. Western Kentucky. Finally ran the score up, but that's because people were pissing and moaning about it. So, you know, it's like a no-win situation here um, for Ohio State. They kind of 
in my opinion, gave some grace to some of these other teams that said, you know what, like, we, like we don't have to put up 70 points on you um, in the first half to prove that we're really good. Like, we're really good, and you all know that. However, like, they just haven't really played anyone of any substance. So, hey, they ought to be fresh, okay? Um, but, like, I, like, I, like, how are they going to do it? They've got a new quarterback. They've got great coaching staff. They, like, they've got incredible players. This is Ohio State. They've had bad seasons in the past. This isn't one of them, okay? Um, and then we look at Notre Dame, right? Um, it's a home game for them, right? They've got this incredible quarterback that apparently is better than the Ohio State quarterback. Like I, like I don't know what to do. So in in my pickums right now, this is this is my number one game, right? This is going to be the game where the most I'm going to get out of this is one point. But if I lose it, I'm only losing the opportunity for that one point, right? And I have Notre Dame as of right now. And the only two things I can point to as to why is home field and their quarterback. So that's that's what I have for you. This ought to be a fantastic game. I am looking I am looking forward to this. Um, Six thirty, NBC. Tune it in. All right. Next, we have what are going to be my two favorite teams of the season: the Cougars and the Beavers. That's right. Oregon State Beavers traveling to the Washington State Cougars. I don't know. Um, I got a little cheesy with this. Do we call them the eye of the tiger? Cause they're the ones that are surviving the pack two. Um, if you haven't heard my pack three podcast yet, tune in, listen to the pack three podcast. It could happen. You just got to work the financing out. That's all I'm going to say. Right? So Washington comes to this game with a win at home over Wisconsin. That is the best win that we have for either team so far, right? Oregon State, they've been doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, right? Ranked 14th, how they're 14th above Washington State right now, still not so sure. San Jose State, UC Davis, San Diego State, not much we can take from there. Washington State, like I said, they've got the win um, over Wisconsin. Uh, they did a lot more against Colorado State than Colorado did, but you know, there's there's there, there's a different dynamic in the Colorado State Colorado game. Like I can't like that's not apples to apples, right? Um, and then of course Northern Colorado. I, I there's 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 not much I can say about them. the winters probably suck on that campus. Um, I like. Washington State in this game simply because of the win over Wisconsin. Okay, they've they've proven to us in the past, and it's a home game for them. Okay, um, however, at the end of this, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just going to sum it up with an old cheesy joke. Right, I already I already cheesed you out with the eye of the tiger thing, um, referencing you back to my pack free podcast. But now, what did June Cleaver say to her husband in the morning? Ward, don't you think you were a little much or a little rough on the Beaver last night? And that's what I think is going to happen here. I think the Cougars are going to 
get a little rough on the beaver and they're going to be sore the next day. All right. Heading back to the SEC, that's the other thing you're going to see is there's, I think, most of what we have going on this weekend is conference play, and that'll be important, and we'll talk about this in a couple of those games, okay? But next up, we've got Ole Miss at Bama, okay? Bama made a decision on their quarterback. Um, I've got so I, I, like, I don't even know which quarterback it is, right, you know, at, at, at this point. I probably should have looked that up before I started this. Um, but it was the guy they started with in the beginning. Apparently he's got the best scrambling capabilities and the last two they've been using just, just haven't done much of anything. Now this, this first guy was having some throwing problems as well, but the ability to scramble is very helpful, um, in some of these offensive debacles that Bama seems to be getting themselves into. All right. Um, but let, let, let's remember, like they have what nine, five-star recruits on their squad this year. And apparently no team in history has ever had nine, five-star recruits on their squad. They are stacked. Okay. Imagine some of these quarterbacks might be transferring out at the end of the season, but we'll see. Ole Miss they got Lane. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just waiting to see what kind of hissy fit he has on the sideline. And I don't think he's going to be able to um, pull this out over Bama. Understanding how poorly Bama did in South Florida. Okay, There was a rain delay. There was rain. Um, or there was a lightning delay, I guess. Um, like I just Like something was off during that game can't put my finger on it. I don't have that much inside information. Um, I, I am feeling Bama on this one. Okay. So let's move on. All right. Let's look at my Aggies coming off the loss at Miami. All right. Is that a quality loss or is that just a kick in the teeth? I don't know. Wegman is good. He's a good quarterback. Offensive issues with AM, again, appear to be resolved. Secondary defense issues with AM, that was the issue. That was the big problem against Miami. What is Auburn going to be able to do? A lot of folks are saying Auburn isn't going to do much this season. We'll see. It's the SEC conference play. We. Everyone kind of has each other's number here, okay? Auburn has, um, you know, they beat UMass. Congratulations. They beat Cal, supposed to be the worst team in the Pac-12 this year, and beat Samford. Nothing I can do with that, okay? But we all know what A&M's problems are, right? Secondary, 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 okay? Um, and, you know, who did we beat up on? New Mexico and Louisiana Monroe. Like, so what are we going to do with that? So, like, so what I'm hearing is what you want to see from your offenses and your defenses when you play some of these cream puff teams is, and again, I know anyone on both those teams can come over here and kick my ass in about three, not even three seconds, right? Like, they're still better football players than I ever can have been or could have been, right? Um, but what we saw 
Wegman do against Louisiana Monroe was throw, complete the passes, hit on target. Now we're going to have some better defenders on the on the uh, wide receivers. Now we're going to have more attacking um, on the quarterback, getting him out of the pocket, confusing him, flustering him. How is he going to do? What I'm hearing, what I'm reading is he's going to do just fine. So I'm going to for my Aggies in this one, and that's who I've got picked. Let's take a look at UCLA visiting Utah. Again, questions, 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 right? UCLA, more quarterback, supposed to be a stud, right? Supposed to be fantastic. Freshman, uh, I don't know, true freshman or redshirt freshman. Um, doing well. Uh High expectations for him this season and seasons to come. However, Coastal Carolina, San Diego State, and North Carolina Central. Not sure what to do here with these. Um, you know, I've always wondered, like, if you're Coastal Carolina or North Carolina Central and you go out to L.A. for a game, I mean, do you just... I mean, clearly I think they're both paid to get out there. Um yeah, do you make like a week or a weekend of it? You know? Go to the beach, see a show, right? Take a little uh, celebrity tour through Beverly Hills, you know? Like, that could be a lot of fun for those guys. Um, so, Pac-12, better than they have been any other season. But just, like, what is... Like, we don't have anything from UCLA, okay? And they've got... We're going to get a lot of answers out of UCLA in the next three weeks. Utah this week, Washington State next week, and at Oregon State the weekend after. Um, it's a lot going on. Now, Utah. Okay. Beat up on Florida. Did well against Florida. Struggled against Baylor. Um, and then, of course, there's, there's Weber State. Um, games at Utah, altitude is supposed to be an issue, not as big of an issue as some other places, but still an issue, right? Getting from LA out to Utah, I, sounds like a flight, um, out of your element a little bit, gonna have, like, already mentioned the altitude, and, like, we just don't have any quality wins, um, from UCLA yet, and, well, by golly, this could be it. However, I've got Utah. Um, looking at the wins, um, or looking at the win against Florida, looking at how well they're just doing, the buzz I'm hearing about Utah and home field advantage, that seems to be the icing on the cake for them this weekend. All right, and welcome UCF to the Big 12. I didn't think it was worth it, but, you know, good for them. They got into a better conference. Maybe folks will start taking them a little more seriously. Um you know, this season and on when they have, when they do well, which I don't think is going to happen this weekend. So let's look at why I'm saying that. UCF. I originally had them losing to Boise State in week two at Boise State. Boise State is supposed to be a difficult place to physically get to <laughs> um, and play in. Fans show up, fans are loud, difficult environment. UCF went in and won. 
lost lost those points that week. Okay, is that a quality win? I I think yeah. I like it, it, it's a marginally quality win, right? Like I, I go quality wins, quality losses, right? Like if you're going to lose to somebody like Bama, if you're going to lose to somebody this year, sounds like Texas was a good team to lose to, right? Texas, if you're going to do lose to somebody last season, Bama was the better choice over Tech, right? Unfortunately, you had those two and some others, and you know you ended up in whatever bowl you ended up in. All right, so I, I, not sure what to make um, with UCF. Now, K-State, coming off that very disappointing loss at Mizzou, okay, 61-yard um, field goal. Still, kudos kudos to the Mizzou kicker for that. Um, I'd call that one a quality loss. I mean, really, that could have gone anywhere. Both teams, Kansas State and Mizzou, played very well. Um, K-State coming out of winning the Big 12 last year. Again, you know, I don't really put a whole lot of merit into that. Um um, I, Big 12 had its problems last year. Um, and it's a home game against Kansas State. Again, once we get into these conference schedules, right, home field advantage is very, very important. UCF is a new en- new entry into the Big 12, so do they have that big rivalry? Are the K-State fans going to show up and really stick it to UCF and make it difficult for the team to call plays, make it a difficult environment? Manhattan, Kansas is beautiful. I went there once in college. Just random thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful place to go to college. Um, but is it a beautiful place to be a visiting football team? I guess we can help answer that question this Saturday. All right, let's switch up conferences here a little bit. Uh, North Carolina visiting Pittsburgh. Uh, had to eat my words. Thought Pittsburgh was going to beat West Virginia last weekend. Didn't come close. Um, what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, uh, bits and pieces that I saw of the game, uh, a week is not going to improve what's affecting Pittsburgh. So apparently they've got a good quarterback, um, just is maybe injured. No one's talking about it or is not getting support that he needs or we don't know. And then you have North Carolina, um, who again, I, even as an Aggie, talked about Mac Brown being a great hire for that school. They're, I, I think they're just. I, I think they're going to do just fine. I'm not worried about North Carolina uh, struggling against Appalachian State. I'm more impressed by North Carolina um, handling South Carolina and Minnesota pretty pretty easily. So this one should go uh, North Carolina's way. All right, a non-conference matchup again. Like I just said, Mizzou made me eat some words from last week, and well, nothing's making me change my um, uh, my tune now. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna do just fine against Memphis. Get quality win over Kansas State. Uh, their other two games, Middle Tennessee State and South Dakota, not much we can get from that. Um, it's a home game for Mizzou. Looks like the fans came out great against K-State, and I imagine they're going to do the same thing here uh, for Memphis. Memphis, not much to go on, right? Arkansas State, I i can't repeat some of the things that I've heard about Arkansas State. It's so bad. Um, and then they had this, like, weird game with Navy. I didn't know what – like, that was just – I don't know what to do with that. I clearly haven't picked it apart too much, but 
I think this is going to be just fine for Mizzou, and they should do they could take care of business at home against Memphis. Now we got another newbie to the Big Twelve, BYU, going to Kansas. All right, believe that W for BYU against Sam Houston Week One was a struggle, and thank you for taking care of business with Southern Utah. Appreciate it. The win over Arkansas. Right? We already talked about Arkansas. We have not talked about Arkansas. I have Arkansas slated for something else later on. Um, I don't know what to do there. Arkansas has apparently staffing issues that remain. They still have um, just getting offense working well together, getting the defense working well. Like, I don't know what Arkansas is going to be able to do. I've heard some rumblings, especially with the SEC still essentially being wide open, um, you know, where Arkansas can land this season. So is the win BYU had over Arkansas a quality win? It's it's one of those unknowns that I, I just, that I personally have right now. I, I thought it was a decent win, and let's just let's just kind of leave it at that, okay? Kansas, again, talked about Kansas last week. Yeah, it was last week. Quarterback apparently is a stud, is a guy that is going to come up and just do really well. I have no idea what year he is um, or how long we've got him left for, but he apparently has just got some incredible talent i haven't watched any of the games right because it's not basketball it's football and i don't always think of kansas when i think of football that's shame on me there okay struggled against nevada last week um handled illinois mizzou state know nothing about them if they're going to be any good what we can garner from there but given that kansas is um at home right um, they've got the great quarterback, um, have some good talent on the team. I'm thinking they're going to pull it out. And a lot of people have uh, Kansas doing very well in the Big 12. Big 12 is another one that could be potentially wide open this season. So we'll see what happens. All right. And lastly, for the college pick'em games, Florida State at Clemson. This is going to answer a lot of questions for well, well for me right this is so far it's just me on this podcast so it's going to answer a lot of questions for me, but i think it's going to answer a lot of questions um for a lot of folks right what do we do what what do we do here how do we properly assess what's going on right acc game we now care. Clemson's already got a loss. If Clemson's doing anything, they've got to win out the ACC. Like, they've got to. They've got to win out. I believe the rest of their games. Oh, South Carolina isn't. Um, the end of the season. But uh, I guess that's their Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's their Thanksgiving game. Um, they've they've got to win out. So they, they're in a must-win. In week four, congratulations. Must win by week four. Actually, you're in a must win by week two. Um, 
but what do we do with the loss to Duke, right? A lot of folks are given Clemson grief because Dabo doesn't go to the portal. He believes in taking your high school recruits and grooming them and turning your two, three, four, five-star players into better players than you recruited and then getting them into the NFL, okay? Um, that's, that's what we have there. Now, what has Clemson done since the loss to Duke? Well, they beat up on teams they're supposed to beat up on, okay? Have they beat up on them adequately to compensate for Duke? Like, like no, there's, there's nothing that takes away a loss, right? That's just, that's going to be on your wiki page for all eternity, right? 2023 season, Clemson lost to Duke. That's that's all. That's going to be there forever. But you don't have anyone at Charleston Southern, Florida Atlantic. Like we can't we can't do anything with that. Now is that a good thing, or is that a scary thing? Right, not a bad thing. Right, team ought to be well rested. Team has gone through plays and routes and all of its routines on the field, not in a practice situation, although 66 to 17 against Charleston Southern, you never, that could be a practice situation. Um, what are we going to get? We don't know, right? They lost, they crawled back into their hole. I, I haven't heard a lot from the coach. I, I, again, I don't have time to hear a lot from the coach. Um, so, uh, but I, like he's, I don't hear, he's not making headlines, right? Like there are other things that are making headlines, right? Michigan State. And so, um, I, are they just sitting back there just plotting and just getting ready to just pounce all over Florida State? Because again, it's still Clemson. They still have good recruits. They still have great coaching. They still, like, it's still Dabo Sweeney. He's still a great coach. He didn't stop being a great coach just because he lost one game. Okay. Florida State. What do we do here? They dominated LSU. I mean, they dominated LSU. They dominated Southern Miss. Good. They didn't dominate Boston College. We talked about this already. Um, don't know what to do with that. Um, I, I just hear that Boston College is just that bad. Boston College, again, other things I hear, they they made one and one equal three, right? Like, that's that's what they did last weekend. And Florida State did the opposite, right? They made one plus one equal less than two, right? So is that because of the hurricane weather? Is that a premonition because Boston Florida State can't handle hurricanes, and they got Miami coming up here later on in November. Um, not sure what to do. This one can go in either direction as far as I'm I do not think either team is going to blow them out of the water. Um, I am leaning towards Florida State. It's a home game for Clemson, okay? Um, I'm understanding that Clemson can be a difficult place to play. These guys are used to winning, Okay. They know who Florida State is. They know what Florida State's all about. They saw what Florida State did to LSU, and they understand the dire situation that they're in because of the loss to Duke. 
Will the fan base come out? Yes. You don't have a bunch of morons going there. It's a good school, right? Florida State, it's just up the road. Let's take a drive. Our fans are going to show up. Are we going to stick them in the upper bleachers like we make Bama and Texas make each other do? Or are they going to infiltrate and get into the stadium and just scream and yell like they're supposed to, right? Um, I got Florida State on this one. I just, just, just watching them, what, seeing what they did to LSU has left a mark. And I was just, I just, just kind of speechless. Wanted to leave that game just going, damn, that just happened. And seeing the LSU sideline, like not even like latter half of the fourth quarter, like middle of the third, the sideline was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I don't like the coach, the players, the stat, like they just all were just had this look on their face. Like I, like I'm stumped. So that's what we got going on there. All right, y'all, that'll wrap us up for this week. We're going to call this part one of week four of college football. Again, my name's Scott, and I appreciate you tuning in to the Footyball Podcast.